guess who's back? back. (laughs) I know you've been eagerly awaiting our return to your airwaves. Yes, it has been a whole month. A whole month. More than a month, maybe a month and a week. Um, But we're back. Yes. We have lots of exciting new things coming up for us. Uh, And for you, obviously, because that's the main focus here. The point. It's Uh, not all about us. It's not all about us. (laughs) Um, So today, we're going to be talking all things Australia. Yes. Because I was just in Australia. Like a week ago. Yeah. It's really only a week ago. Wow, okay. Kim actually still has a tan, everyone. (laughs) Don't know how long that's going to (laughs) last. I don't think that long anymore. It's sapping the cold. It's it's really dark on your neck. That's where I got burnt. Uh, (laughs) That makes sense. It's transitioned into the non-burn stage. Um, I don't get that stage. Do you not? No. You just go... Lobster, white. (laughs) That's my two... Your two two stages. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. You can call yourself like an ombre tanner. Yeah, you could. could. You know, come up with a cool name for it. Yeah, like the t-shirt tan. Oh no, it's just my ombre arm. Yeah. Um, I... Went to America, like, when was it? 2010? Something like that? Um, To do, like, just a summer on Camp America. And I was a lifeguard. So we had to wear, like, swimsuits. Mm-hmm. And you should have seen the state. I mean, because I had two different types of swimsuit, oh, right? Oh, no, that's always so, your downfall. <laughs> <laughs> and um, honestly, I looked ridiculous. People, I would walk, like, down the beach or whatever like in normal clothes and people would laugh at me if they could see my back because it was just a various like cross hatches of different shades of red yeah. and white yeah and it was yeah good times yeah well if you're in australia a lot of the especially if you're a man you can get away with pretty much just walking around without a shirt on yeah that's a lot true of the time so some women can get away with it too some can not us <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> uh but yes, we have uh, exciting stuff coming up before we dive into Australia. We have an interview coming up next week. Next week. Next week in the so studio. So next week is interview week. Mm-hmm. So make we sure are... you're all tuned in. <laughs> Ready for the live show. Yeah. Um, we will be interviewing Craig White. Uh, we Do you played... remember him? Yep. We did play... Mind our pal Craig. <laughs> He's coming in. Uh, yeah, we played his music uh, one of the first weeks mm-hmm. of our show. And he's going to be coming in for an interview and to do a bit of a live session, play some live music, talk yeah, about his good. album launch that's coming up in May. So make sure you stick around for that. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll tell you where you can get tickets for the album launch if you like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will. There's going to be two very important guests at the album launch, I believe. <laughs> I believe someone will be in attendance. Yes. <laughs> uh, so today on the show, because we will be talking about all things Australia... Uh, we're also going to be featuring the music of this upcoming emerging artist called Heliocene. Yeah, cool name. Very cool name. Yeah, I think uh, I feel like you've got to have a cool name. Yeah, something. Or catching. you're not allowed to do anything in life. <laughs> in <laughs> general, yep. you need a cool name. So what is it? I mean, is it just your name? Is it like Vary? Like that's your cool name, or do you need other cool name? I'm not sure because there's a singer right called Mary Wilson, oh, Scottish really? singer. Okay. So I feel if I'm Vary Wilson, I've just given That's away my second name the over the radio. <gasps> I'm going to have stalkers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely joking. That's my fake name. Mm, middle, uh, fake middle name. Yep. Yeah. Wilson. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I feel like I'd have to come up with something else. Mm. Which is annoying. It is. I hate coming up with other names. I never liked coming up with names for like a like stage characters name. or yeah. stages or like even if you do like a concert and they're like, "What name do we put on the program?" Yeah, and you're like, oh, "Oh, I don't know." Does it have to be the like, weird special? girl that writes poetry? <laughs> I hate my own name. Can we choose another name? <laughs> I just won't come. I just won't turn up. It's no. fine. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be playing the music by Heliocene. Yep. Um quite a few songs off of the new album mm-hmm. um which i believe is his debut album um so we're going to link to the website and social media pages where you can find his stuff on our own social media uh so keep an eye out for that but i have a little snippet from the website snippet a little snippet from the website are you gonna read it in your website reading voice yes okay. i might <laughs> <laughs> everyone roll up roll up for the website snippet um, so, <laughs> Heliocene's debut album, Extinction, was produced amidst a growing obsession with climate change and deep anxieties of environmental desecration. Among the hopeful melodies sit found sounds and field recordings that forebode beings and places facing the amounting negative effects of cataclysmic climate events. I feel like that's very relevant. It is very relevant. In many ways. But yesterday was uh, Earth Day. It was. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Listen to some songs about the Earth dying. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's not. I mean, happy song. And they don't have to all be about Yeah, that's true. That's true. It could be awareness and then positivity. Yes. And maybe one day (laughs) things will be okay. (laughs) I actually today in the mail got uh, a gift from a family member, which were the keep cups, you know, the little coffee yeah yeah ones that, i've got one of them barista size well we're hoping that yeah <laughs> they're standard barista size i think they are so we can give them to the cafes but one of my friends right she takes a big huge flask into costa and they fill it up for her what like a thermos yeah but i wonder if it just happens that a medium coffee or whatever is about the right size or is if she's tried it out thermos, and she's been like well, it's not. It's not mass. It's not like a picnic-sized one. Oh, okay. But Personal it's, size. But it's still quite large. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, it's not the family one you take on long car journeys. Mm-hmm. But it's it's quite big. And I wonder if it's maybe maybe they just. I don't know how they work in Costa or any of these other chains of coffee people. Um, but like maybe there's a set size, and if it fills, if it's not quite enough, that's just what they give you anyway. Hmm. Or maybe they just fill it to the top because they're nice. Well, yeah. Maybe I they guess, can't do that. I don't know. I guess it depends what kind of coffee. If you were talking like black coffee, like filter coffee. Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine, I guess. But if you're doing like a She had a latte, latte in it, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because you'd think you'd have to add more espresso so you don't just get milk in a thermos. Maybe she maybe. wants milk in a thermos. <laughs> it's like an opposite of a TARDIS thermos where it looks big on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's not actually that big. Mm. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe I've exaggerated magic fa- magic everything. Fans. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I've made a mountain out of a molehill. Yep, and actually, it's perfectly normal. Yeah, and now we feel stupid. I don't feel stupid. <laughs> I feel great. Uh, so we're going to start off with a song Woo-hoo. to ease you into the Australia Day theme. Not Australia Day, the day because no. that is a, an, an actual, actual day. day. We're yep. not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe on Australia Day we should recap. Yeah. Have a mini Australia. A mini Australia. Radio we'll just Day. Periodically revisit. 
Yeah. Australia. Because why not? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the first se- song, scene. I was going to say the first scene. The first scene of our show. Um, <laughs> the first song. First scene. Uh, is called Coral Children. Coral um, Children. It has a really cool music video. I would yeah. recommend you to check it out. Very true. Uh, it's kind of like tessellating inverse images. Tessellating. Oh, yeah, good word. Remember we were talking about cool uh, words. big words. Big, That's a good the one. The big cool words. Tessellating. There we go. Tessellating. Another word for your big cool word dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to write that one down, folks. <laughs> okay, so... If you can spell it. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Okay, we're going to play this song, and then we're going to be back with some more cool, cool facts and chat about Australia with some slang thrown in there. A little bit of slang. Informative facts and questions. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. It's going to be great. As always. Stay tuned. out there um although our show today is based on australia right mm-hmm. we're still young folk radio don't panic we are we're still gonna come back to glasgow right <laughs> yep i'm not sure if we'll come back to glasgow we might this week let's be honest but this week we might over not. the next few weeks we might right oh we will oh we definitely will but <laughs> we cannot forget our most important <laughs> segment of before australia 
mm-hmm. which was fact of the day. Fact of the day. Fact of the day. Fact of the day. Where did our jingles go? Did we ever make jingles? We have not yet made the jingles. We have recorded the jingles. Myself and, and Kim <laughs> had a very fun <laughs> afternoon <laughs> in her uh, spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. Recording. Well, very similar to what we've just done there. Pretty much um, that kind of gives you all that you need to know. I don't think we need to explain beyond that. That's pretty much what the jingle is. Yeah. So when we say we might have jingles one day, don't expect... Expect that, but more. Yeah. Like more layered on top better. of each other. A few... What There was one I did that was quite gospely. I, I want to keep mm, that, but I yeah, can't remember no, what it was for. We did a whole good. lot, and then we just ended up doing a lot of random sounds at the end. Yeah, that like connected wow, to wow, any wow. particular jingle. Wow, wow. Yeah, and <laughs> and the bum 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 bum. Oh yeah, that. the computer opening sound. We thought we could use that, but we thought, oh, let's not record the actual computer doing it. That would be too clever. <laughs> let's record us trying to get the exact same sound because that's more fun with our mouths. No one wants to hear the original sound. It's been done before. Yeah. So, breaking so, the boundaries of sound, yeah. guys, that's what this is. One week, you might get to hear some of these mm-hmm. uh, lovely We can roll them out jingles. for you. We won't hit them maybe all at once. No, that'd be too much for you to handle. That, it might be too much and yeah. you might not deal with it and that would be terrible. So, let's I roll so. them out. Okay, one by one, slowly, slowly. Um, but so, yeah, fact of the day still the exists day. and I feel like this is a good time to do fact of the day. Mm-hmm. So, we've got some Australian ones lined up for you. Obviously, because right. we are in the Australia theme. Yeah. So, main fact of the day, right? I know we're only supposed to have one, right? So, this is the fact of the day. Okay. <laughs> the main one. Yep. The ma- th- that means there's going to be another one. Okay. So, did you know that if you remove Alaska, just pick it up and take it away, mm-hmm. Australia would be bigger than the US? Bum, bum, bum. Whoa. <laughs> just that pesky Alaska ruining its chances mm. of being bigger than the US. Pesky Alaska. But Australia's massive. I went to Australia a few years ago. I'm sure we've briefly talked about it I before. Think briefly mentioned. How long were you there for? Three months. Okay, that's quite a time. Quite but I remember flying there and it was taking ages, obviously. Yeah, it's like you'd lose two days. Literally. I mean, of your lose life. Two days of your life. And then two days way, back. Yeah. Yep. That's just the way it is. And all on the way back you feel a bit better because you've kinda got a few hours back. It actually doesn't work out you still lost four days yeah but i was flying over australia right and i looked because i was going into melbourne which is the other side Mm -hmm. obviously and i looked down and i saw loads and loads of grass and i was like whoa there's so much grass down there what is going on and it was like a weird optical illusion and then i thought no it's not grass it's the sea we're still over the sea i was like i saw land a minute ago what's going on and then i realized it was desert and I have never seen a desert before, like sand. Okay. Just miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of sand. And you thought it was grass. Yeah, I don't know. My eyes were playing tricks on me. <laughs> you saw the mirage. You saw the classic yes, desert mirage. You I did. I've never, I'd never been in a desert. Well, it's not really a desert, is it? Well, is it? It is. Technically, it is. Parts of. Well, I don't know. It was just sand. And I remember thinking, like, my body was confused because I'd never seen that before. Mm -hmm. So it's massive because I was flying over that for a good eight hours or something before I got to the other side. Yeah. 
It's crazy. <laughs> and every time I look down, it's still there. Hmm. It is a bit endless. I don't think you're very interested in that little story, are you, Kim? <laughs> I was, I'm I was a impi- I'm pivotal imagine, moment in my life. I'm trying to imagine, like, how you came to... Right, imagine you're a little girl who's grown up in Scotland, right? <laughs> imagine. It's always cold. The desert's something you see on David Attenborough, mm-hmm. right? you never seen one in real life. Mm-hmm. You, you're used to green things. Yeah. And you look down... And you see an expanse, and it's like very small, like ripples. I think I actually thought it was the sea first. Because of the ripples in yep. the sand. Well, that would make sense. And then I went, no, it's not, because I don't see any waves. Yeah. And okay. then I realised it was a different colour. Yeah. I thought, oh, wow, it's loads of grass. <laughs> it's <laughs> loads and oh, loads. the green grass. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised, no, it's, it's sand. Okay. It was what cool. Does it, what desert was it? Do I know? don't know. I, maybe it wasn't the desert. Maybe it was just... Just sandy. Of sand. Was it like near the coast or near the centre? Were you flying over? Yeah, we flew over. I flew from Guangzhou to Melbourne. Okay. So it was over like the middle. Yeah, it probably would have been desert there. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, a few months later, I was in there. In the middle of that. Were you? Uluru. You went back? Yeah. To a visit. I've never great. been there. Have you not? I've never <gasps> been to Uluru. It was amazing. I feel like we should <laughs> talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I learned some of the symbols and stuff. Mm-hmm. Of the Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you remember them? Yeah. So we saw these cave paintings. We've gone off track, but we always do that. So these cave <laughs> paintings, right, that yep. were literally like thousands of years old. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the Aboriginal people, they want you to come and see the places because they need the tourism, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to know everything. A lot of yeah, it's very want secret. A, a little bit of. Yeah. Their own culture. Mystery. Yeah. And and in their sort of tribes, different there's different levels of people. Mm-hmm. So the babies learn one version of the story and then when you get a bit older you learn a bit more and then So you get clued into more of the yeah. story. And it's only the real elders, like leaders of the clans and stuff that actually know everything. Mm-hmm. Like there's some adults that'll go their whole lives and only know some stuff. It's quite cool. It's pretty crazy. So we were treated like babies. Okay. So we were allowed to know, <laughs> as always, we were allowed to know like the very, very basic, probably even less than their babies would get taught. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, the only symbol we got taught was like loads, like a circle with a circle inside and another circle inside that, mm-hmm. like rings. Yeah, yeah. And that meant water hole. Yep. Which makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it does make sense because they obviously have to mark where the water holes are, and then we learned some of their stories, but we only learned the really, really baby basic ones, like the like the Dreamtime dream, stories. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. They're really fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big one about a snake mm-hmm. fights with another snake, steals the snake's eggs, mm-hmm. and that's why Uluru's there. Mm. You can see on because on the side of Uluru, if it rains, it's created kind of like markings on the side which are still there when it dries like sort of i suppose they're like dri- eroding dripping. yeah yeah eroding the rocks like slightly. it makes it look a little bit i don't, don't want to say pillowy but almost a bit like yeah those little indents coming yeah out yeah okay and that's where like all the snakes slid over the rock mm-hmm. and things like that it's so cool so yeah. it's actually stories about how the land was made well there's also stories about how like the whale got its spurt hole or you know yeah. or the dolphin and, and there's all these sorts of what how animals came to be how the kangaroo came to have a pouch it's great yeah the people the things. place where we were it was the yala people they called themselves the yala people mm-hmm. and that was their name for kangaroo 
Yalla. Okay. And then I wrote a song about them and it went, run yalla, 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 run yalla, yalla, yalla. And it was like didgeridoo behind it for my, for my university piece. Wow. Yeah, got a 2-1 for that. Did you? Yeah. Well, not for that specific song. It was seven minutes long, I think. Okay. <laughs> and it was just basically detail. that. Run yalla, yalla, yalla. But anyway, maybe one day we could play it on the radio. Yes. I should have brought it. You should have. For Australia Day. We will revisit this because I want to hear this song now. Oh, it's it's dreadful. <laughs> Don't say that. It's just me in, in my room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It'll be lovely to hear, I'm sure. Yeah. What were we talking about we before that? Fact, fact of the day. day, right? So that was main fact of the day, that was if you can fact. remember it. I've told that fact. Can you remember it? Let's test you out. <laughs> well? Nice. No, so Australia is bigger than the US if you remove Alaska. Um, I have told that to a few people when traveling, especially Americans who find out that we're Australian uh-huh. and start asking questions. They're always kind of standard questions and... We always bring it up as a little did you know ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. in your face because <laughs> we're so nice. Yeah. Um, and most of them pretty, pretty shocked. They don't, yeah. they don't believe it and they really want to take out their friends and Google it, which so, yeah, I believe a little it. bit offended because it's like, well, <laughs> I wouldn't be saying this if I wasn't 100 percent. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, 99 percent sure. It's massive. It's a massive country. It is. And I th- there's a crazy statistic. It's like more than 60% of its population lives within 50 kilometers of the coast something like yeah, that yeah. so everyone's on the coast east coast west coast definitely coast. I believe that because mm. otherwise you've got to mark where the mo- water holes are where you can't survive <laughs> yeah. honestly like it's yeah, like no, it's crazy yeah crazy and the sand yeah. where I was was pure red Mm. It was like the photographs like really that you clay, see. It was amazing. Clay dense. Yeah, and loads of iron, and mm. it's great. We used to learn in primary school how to get the pigment from clay. Like if you mix the clay with a bit of water, wow. then you can make like stone like paint, dye. basically, or stone paint. And you can. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's how they do the cave painting. That's stuff. so cool. But you can use it for painting other stuff. Like that is so paper, cool. Like we do now. <laughs> <laughs> a more modern everyone find like a wall <laughs> find a wall <laughs> well walls just feel nice i mean especially yeah. a cave wall it's cold oh. and it's refreshing on yeah. your finger there were certain caves as well that i wasn't allowed to go even look at because i was a woman oh really but the guys in the group got to look at them i was Still raging sexist. raging but it's all <laughs> it's all tribe culture so it's it nothing is. to do with sexism so um, what is fact number okay, two? we have a mini fact number two, which mm-hmm. we don't do normally, so you're all in for a big treat. Um, mini fact number two is, I think it's a better fact, right? That's why I'm putting it in here. Mm-hmm. Um, that the former Prime Minister, uh, Bob Hawke, Prime Minister of Australia, um, he actually set a world record for sculling um, two and a half pints of beer in 11 seconds. 11 seconds. <laughs> I think it's the most Australian fact that I've probably read. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, I mean, it's so quick. Like how, where else could that happen? Skull, a prime Dundee. minister sculling, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sculling some beer. Mm-hmm. Just to set a record. Sculling. Cool, I like that word as well. Cool sculling. Sculling. Totally sculled it, mate. Do you not say that here? No. Really? Well, maybe some people do. I know what it means, but you I would know what it means, but it's not something you. I'd say tank. We tanked it. Uh, what else would you say? Chugged. That was yeah. yeah okay, chugged. so chug, chugged for me is almost more American. Yeah, I suppose it is. And scald is 
British. So if you say skull to me, I think of sculling a boat. Okay. Which is, have you ever, do you know about a skull, no. sculling boat, skull no. boat? It's like a rolling boat, but really fast. Okay. And you sit. Oh, yep. Okay. Do you sit forwards to skull? I don't know. I'm a boat person. <laughs> boat reference person. Yes. You know Let's have a new segment boats. that's all about boats. <laughs> Big boats, wee boats, fast boats, slow steam boats. boats. Oh, oh, I could tell you loads about steamboats <laughs> built on the Clyde. Um, everyone, just so you're all aware, I did pass my tour guide exam Woo-hoo. that I was going up for and I'm now a qualified tour guide. And you can find me on George Square on Sundays and Wednesdays. <laughs> Yay! Woo-hoo. We'll come stalk you someday. Yeah, and you know my second name, so that's it. That's I'm doomed. You done. That's your an- anonymity. Yeah, through the window. That's it. People will be chasing me through the streets now. <laughs> Won't get a pretty second much. piece. No, you've just handed your life over. Yeah, pretty much. Good thing nobody knows who you are, Ken. <laughs> no one. Good thing. Um, I think I only have one Facebook friend called Kim. And it's you. And it's me. I might have two. It's not a very, like, I mean, I don't want to say it's not a very common name, but it's not a super common name. Right. No, no. I mean, that's what I've always thought, and I just don't. Yeah. I've never really known that many people with my name. Do you have that? Or is it more common here? Kim. No, Vary. Oh. <laughs> 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 hey, no, Vary, you hardly ever meet a Vary. Really? And if you do, they usually try and say their name's Mary. That's wrong. <laughs> they are wrong. Yep. No matter what they try and tell you, that's not how you say their name. And it really annoys me because I know people, like I'm friends-ish with people who are called... Mari, but spell it with the MH, so it should be Vari. Mm-hmm. And when I'm when I talk to them, I have to call them Mari. You have to adjust your own oh. knowledge of. No, I just don't call grammar. them anything. Like, Hello, friend. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Give me all your money. <laughs> Shall we play a song? Uh, yeah, let's play a song. Uh, let's, let's play, play that this one. Song called Clathrate Gun. Catchy name. Is that how you say that? I'm going off of a limb here and just assuming. Maybe it's Clathrate. Clathrate. I'm going to say Clathrate. I've never heard that word. Right. When when you guys are listening to this song, I'm going to find out what that means. Okay. Maybe the song will tell us. I don't know. (laughs) We will find out. Uh, Here is Clathrate Gun by Heliocene.
we're back. Whoop whoop. <laughs> so we have what I'm hoping will be a fun segment prepared here. Um, basically, I've got a slang comparison mm-hmm. proposal to you. Okay. So there's quite a lot of Australian slang that I noticed when being back that I hadn't been exposed to in a while or that I'd forgotten or that kind of just comes back to you as a reflex. I don't know, sometimes if you've been away from family or from friends for a while and there's certain mannerisms or sayings that you associate with them, you go back and then you're kind of back into it and it just kicks back in Um, (laughs) involuntarily sometimes. Uh, So (laughs) I always find that, right, happens to me. If I'm abroad somewhere and I meet another Scottish person, Mm -hmm. You, you kind of become like more Scottish. Yeah. And it all comes back. Anyway, yeah. sorry, carry on. No. Uh, so the first quintessential Australian thing that you need to know is how to say the phrase, how's it going? Yeah. Which is confusing because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. What, how's what going? How's it? How is it? I mean, it. Everything. Are you asking how I am? Are you asking? Yeah. Are you asking how it is? How how are you? It's like saying how are you. It's really really confused me. V- w- <laughs> I was going to say version and way at the same time. Obviously the way. Uh, it's the Australian version of how are you? How are you? Okay. So, and are you expected to answer? Um, yeah, you just go. If someone said like how's it going, you go yeah, yeah, yeah. good. How's it going? You just respond with okay. the same kind of thing. Okay, so but, like, how are you? Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. But the pronunciation is key. Okay. So instead of pronouncing it, how's it going, mm-hmm. you pronounce it more like, has a gun. Has a gun. Has a gun. But like, has a gun. slower, like, how's a gun? Right, try, try. How's a gun? Has a gun. How's a gun? How's a gun? Has a gun. How's a gun? Has a gun. Has a gun. Has a gun. Has a gun. There How's you go. Again? Life hack number one. How's it going? How to sound like an Australian. How's it going? How's it going? I am Transylvanian. Uh, <laughs> How's it going? So I'm hoping that as I go through this list of Australianisms that vary, you can give us the Glaswegian or Scottish counterpart. Okay. If there exists one. Right. This will be interesting. Okay. Whether okay. there exists slang for the same kinds of words. And these are just a few that okay. I've picked. There's many, 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 many. And they're all different depending on which area of Australia we're talking about. So I'm going to go with just like a handful here. Okay. <laughs> all of the Australia. The version. Okay. <laughs> so, um, binchooks. <laughs> Is that like... What? <laughs> bin... <laughs> A bin chook. So a chook is like a chicken. Okay. I mean, that's... The bin chickens. Chickens that like, read the bins. Yeah. Like chickens that are or is bins. It a chicken you've eaten and put in the bin. No, it's the name for... Well, in Queensland, so mm-hmm. north, it's the nickname for ibis, the birds, the ibis. Oh, right. Okay. Because the ibis hotel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel bins. Yeah. Um, it is slang for that because they are so common and annoying up there okay we found out um because we were visiting my boyfriend's family up in Cairns, so mm-hmm. in the north and he was saying oh look there's a cockatoo which is these white birds with this yeah, yellow love them. present and he was like oh look there's these cockatoos oh they're so amazing and i was looking at them like yeah cool whatever mm-hmm. you know, i've seen them before when we went down to new south wales it turns out they're everywhere in new south wales mm-hmm. and they're pretty rare 
in Queensland, up in the north. So I would call, if I was to choose a bird for a binchuk in Australia, in <laughs> New South Wales, I'd call it cockatoo would be a binchuk. Because they're so As annoying. If. They're really nice, but are they're like so annoying. exotic pets here. And they're binchuks to you. Yeah. The world's a funny place. <laughs> Isn't it? So are there any animals that have names for how annoying? Like, if, like a goose, like a duck. You know, like something that's really irritating. See, Scotland, I feel like we're not as civilised in Scotland with our slang chat, right? <laughs> yep. If I was any animal that's mm-hmm. been annoying, any person, you just call them a bam. Okay. But that seagull's a bam. A b- duck's bam. a bam. B-A-M. Bam. Best word ever. Yep. I mean, Sounds there like are it. other words you could use, which I will not utter on the radio. <laughs> of course. Uh, but you might call something, you might call it clatty. Okay. Right? For what? For the same thing? Kind of. So that means like dirty, mm. clatty. Mm-hmm. So like if you spill soup down your top, then I'd be like, you're a clatty mess. Ah, I mean, okay. I'd say it anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know because. what I mean? And that comes from, I think it comes from clarty. Which means... It's the same word. Okay. Uh, but I think folk just change clarty to clatty. I think Clarty is the Glasgow version, and Clarty, Clarty is more like, like Edinburgh a or something. Saying like farty, it's like someone didn't want to say <laughs> maybe it is, they yeah. were farty, but they were Clarty. Could have come from that. I don't know the history <laughs> around the word, but yeah. Okay, another Australian slang. Okay, ready. This is from family members. I don't know if this is a like you know nationwide saying, mm-hmm. but a cold freshie. An ice lolly. No. No. But that's a good choice. <laughs> no, a cold freshie is a cold beer. Okay, that makes sense. A cold fr- Do you want a cold freshie? And have a cold freshie? I like that. I it. like that. I'll start using that. It is nice because it really describes the satisfaction of the drink that you're offering. It's not just saying, like, yeah, do you want a beer? You're like, do you want a cold freshie? It's like, yes, I want to be cold and fresh yeah. in this ridiculous heat and humidity of Australia. You're right. So it fits. See, I think of hot chocolate as that for here. I want to be hot (laughs) and chocolatey. That's the opposite drink. Yeah. That's the solution. So every country has a solution drink for its climate. Australia has beer and Scotland has... Well, to be fair, we have whiskey, I'd say, was more Mm, ours. That warms you up from the inside as well. That's very true. It does. Yeah. Good old whiskey. I don't know if we have any nicknames for beer. I suppose we've got tea. As in tenants. Ah, uh, yep, okay. So I've heard maybe one person in my whole life say what they'll about, have a like, tea. Bucky. Bucky, yeah, but that's a specific brand, yeah. you know. But used, I mean... I don't think you'd ask for many... a Bucky if you didn't want a Bucky. Well, exactly. If you asked for yeah, a Bucky and you got someone else, you you wouldn't be happy. No. That person that served you that would have been a clatty bam. <laughs> that's what they would have been. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so stubbies. Stubbies have two meanings in Australia. I know this. You know one, which is what? Beer. Yes. So a stubby cooler is the... Foam uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. for those of you who have never been to Australia or seen these things, they are quite weird because why would you ever need to keep your beer cold in a country where it's cool enough normally? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but a stubby cooler is basically like a piece of 
like scuba diving material, that kind of like waterproof, like wetsuit type thing. For me. And it goes, it's like a a cylinder without a lid and your beer goes in it and it encases your beer, keeps it cold, stubby cooler. Do you think it works the other way? For what? Like keeping heat in. Because I don't know why we don't have them here. Yeah, probably. Oh, because we all have flasks. Mm. Maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. It's harder to keep cool in in something unless you had, I don't Mm. know, like a massive box with double layering or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So stubby cooler means that, but it also means stubbies are also slang for shorts. Good. So just to confuse you even more... (laughs) Uh, beware at the double meaning of stubby and stubby cooler and stubbies. Yeah, you could get very confused if someone's talking about their shorts and you think they're talking about beer. And you come out with a beer and they're like, no, mate, I just well, I need to buy some new shorts. I'm teetotal, man. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. This is Me. not an Australian yeah, accent. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be very awkward. <laughs> Have you got any more? Uh, yes. So choice. If something's choice. choice. Yeah. Like, Do you know what that means? No. Cool. If something's choice, it means it's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was a choice piece of meat. That was a choice game. That was... Hi. meeting's choice. Your choice. You can say it to anything. So we've got a few for that here. Bra. Mm-hmm. Is, is probably the best. Okay. You'd say, oh, that, that tea was bra. As in, that can of beer was bra. Brilliant. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Or... If you wanted to be more specific, you could say, but you'd have to say it in a sentence. You'd say, oh, that drink. Oh, no, that, that actually wouldn't work. Ignore me. If you were describing a person, you could mm-hmm. say the person was a belter. Yep, okay. Or if you're excited about someone, you could say, oh, you're a dancer, which just means, oh, yeah. Okay. It sounds like a song. Sounds like a song we played. It's, yeah. She's a belter. Yeah, okay. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Good Jerry Cinnamon song that was. Yeah, it was. A I think we should song. play that again sometime. I really enjoy it. Yeah, we should definitely play yeah. it again. Find some. It just lends itself like just you saying it. Then it's just it sounds too much like a song not to be a song. Yeah, I'd be surprised if no one had made that into a song yet. I'd be yeah. kind of shocked. Let's try and find some other songs before the Jerry Cinnamon song <laughs> that have belted in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Possible. That's my mission for the week. Um, crook. If I was criminal. to say I'm crook, yeah, you're well, a criminal. The literal you're going to steal all of my worldly possessions. <laughs> yep, it can be used in that way. <laughs> that is one way, but crook also means just sick. Like if you feel a bit sick and so not good sick. Work. Bad sick, not good Bad sick. Bad sick. No, not like sick bra. Okay, no. But like okay. negative. Like I feel ill. Oh, is basically what you'd say to say crook. Um. So something that I noticed that this is probably super boring, but <laughs> in the UK, mm-hmm. if you want hot chips, you yeah. say chips. Yeah. If you want the chips in a packet, you say crisps. Because they are crisps. Yeah. But in Australia, it's chips. just chips. It's oh. just chip. Everything is just chips. If you say crisps, no one will know what you're talking about unless they're also an. Do you part. not say fries? No, that's American. So you wouldn't. So how do you know what you're going to get? Chip hot chips. That's a band. Hot chip. <laughs> we should play them too. But if I go into like a fish and chip shop mm-hmm. and they've just got 
a bunch of stuff written down and then chips, I obviously know that I'm going to get hot chips. Right, okay. Like chip packets, I guess, if you were advertising them on like a bar menu or something, you'd say. Packets of chips. But they're still chips to me. Oh, like I don't agree with this at all. I don't agree with this at all. I'm feeling very just uncomfortable. It's a very horrible word. Like crisps. It's just like a bit of a. I think it's quite fun twister. to say. Sometimes I say, oh, can I have some crispuses, please? <laughs> <laughs> just to see people's reactions. And you, and it, it kind of like fun. a wee. Hmm, okay. That's much more fun than just. Salt and vinegar crispuses, please. Crispuses. Sounds like you're saying like rice krispies. Mmm. Does anyone ever confuse you? Do you go, can I have some Christmases? And they give me snap, crackle and pop. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. If it happens, I really want to know now. I'll let you know. (laughs) I think you should start doing it because it's quite funny that little, it's not even like half a second of Mm -hmm. confusion just flits across the face Mm -hmm. of the person you've asked. I like confusing people. It is fun. Mm. Disorienting them. That sounds so mean. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So... I want to debunk something here. Okay. The amount of people that, when they find out that you're Australian, mm-hmm. will start saying things like Sheila. Mm, yeah. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> feeding I can't do stereotype. An Australian accent. I really can't do it. Uh, so Sheila is not a slang that is used. And I feel like I need to tell people this in a very serious way. Stop using it. <laughs> for us no one uses that word it's not even really funny because it just just doesn't make it means sense. it's supposed like it to just, mean woman isn't it, it? Is, but so they've just picked like a woman's name years ago someone was saying sheila it's nowadays you just no one would ever say that what's the man version of sheila bloke yeah i don't know mm. i actually don't know I don't, maybe there isn't i don't know i'm just but curious no one, no one says sheila Okay, I just unless put it somebody's out there. called Sheila, I suppose. Well, yeah. Unless someone's called Sheila. I don't know that many Sheilas in maybe, Australia. Maybe there aren't many Sheilas because everyone was called Sheila and that's where and it came then, from. Yeah, like, oh my God, every single person I meet is called Sheila. Yeah, it's completely destroyed it for everyone. Yeah. It's those guys that come in and <laughs> roll themselves the for everyone. <laughs> uh, so another phenomenon. So I don't know how much you guys know about Australia, but Australia is... A little bit of people, some people might say a nanny state Okay. in certain areas. Uh, so if you are riding your bike without a helmet, you can lose points off your license. Um, really? If you cross the road yeah. and jaywalk, you mm. will get fined. Nearly got done for that. They p- Police will like yeah. stick on, they'll see you trying to jaywalk and they will follow you until you've done it to find you. Are they Maybe. bored? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> it's a just no crime happening Everyone's just so chilled out there like there's nothing else to do except patrol and look for okay. jaywalkers mm. jaywalking is just crossing the street when it's a red man isn't it yeah if you're on a street so i don't know how it works if you're on a street where there's no traffic lights and it's just a really long road without any lights and no crossings i don't really think it can mm. be considered jaywalking yeah because you wouldn't have been able to find a crossing close enough but if you're deliberately walking across when it's red or what if there's two crossings and you walk out in the middle? But when it, when both crossings are green? I don't know. No, man. Oh, I'm interested. Tough. But you can get fined up to 250 or $300 on the I think it's really stupid, right? I'm putting it out there. I think that's stupid. <laughs> if you're stupid enough to get yourself run over, 
yeah. then get yourself run over. Yeah. That's surely punishment enough. Yeah. Seems then, silly to me. But then if there are enough people who go out, well, like, I mean, drivers have to react to that person. What if the, they, the person walking across the road is not hurt because they're lucky and then the driver like swerves out of the way to miss them and then the driver gets hurt because of this stupid jaywalker? That's not fair. You are always the voice of reason, <laughs> aren't you, Kim? Always the voice of reason. Yep. <laughs> the wise owl. You're right. I didn't think about that because I'm a selfish bam. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, well, I'm not going to agree with you. But surely you'd see a car coming at you. But well, you some people don't. So. Some, some people, people don't. don't. Uh, so something that exists quite a lot in Australia is called RBT. You will hear, might hear it heard in conversation, RBT. I've never heard that in my life. Random breath testing. Oh. Where basically you get police stationed up on the side of the road and they pull over pretty much any everyone th- wow. uh, during a given time period and breath test randomly. That's quite good, I think. Mm-hmm. We could do with that here. It is pretty good. I think the limit of alcohol in the UK has just gone down to match Everyone Australia. Else, yeah. Well, no, Australia. Everywhere else. Is it everywhere else? No. No. Some places don't have any limit, do they? No. Well, Australia is pretty strict. Mm. It is, like, it is, you know, less than a glass. No, hang on. Scotland's is lower than everywhere else, I think. Is it? Maybe maybe England's the same now. But I'm sure we went, we either went down or the fines went up. (laughs) Something happened in Scotland (laughs) that made it worse than everywhere else. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It is, uh, it does make you think more, you know, there are a lot of little laws like that that do govern everyday life in Australia. Yeah. People do think about it more, but it's not really that big of a deal once you live there and you're in it. You know, if you were to say to me, oh, every time I go driving out of an evening to go Mm -hmm. have dinner, probably get breath tested. doesn't sound fun. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But it's only something you realise when you've lived outside of that for a while. It just seems completely normal. And safe. And sensible. It safe. It's not a stupid rule, you know. It's What's the healthcare like in Australia? Um, healthcare is kind of partly subsidised. So, like, you get free healthcare coverage, mm-hmm. but you have to pay for visits to doctors, and they're not that much money. Uh, okay. But you still have to pay, like, an admin-type fee. So it's the opposite way around with wait. the dentist here, isn't it? Yeah. You get a free appointment, and you've got to pay for all your... All the jags and all that, that. Gets done, yeah. if i need two jags i need to pay for two jags yeah or i can just choose not i can save some money choose not to have a jag mm-hmm. no thank you no i'll have all the jags i need to go in and get that done putting that oh, don't talk about don't talk about <laughs> it i hate them okay anyway um, yes more slang slang chuck a yui sorry what have what? you heard that before chuck a yui is it one word no, no, it's three, like... Chuck, well, uh, Chuck Yui. Chuck, uh, I don't know that Yui's a word, but sure. Three words. Is that when you do a U-turn in the car? Yes. Oh, I'm a genius. It is, yes. <laughs> I'm a genius. You figured it out. Yeah. It's okay. When, if you say Chuck Yui, it's basically doing a U-turn. Go on. Chuck a Yui. Fun for you. Um, Put another shrimp on the barbie. Chuck a Yui. <laughs> chockers. If I was to say I'm chockers. You're drunk. No. You're crazy. No. You're tired. Run out of ideas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> uh, chockers means full. Okay, like chalker. 
chocker. Like chocker block. Yeah, chocker block. Got it. Yeah, got it. If your chockers, you can say it for like food. I guess you could say it for like it's something is chockers if you're filling a car uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, chockers yeah. Chockers can't fit it in. Like that. Definitely. Um, it's a fun one. It sounds a bit like chuck chockers. Bin chuck. What if it was chockers a chick? had a million chickens in the boot of your car right (laughs) or or you'd eaten so much chicken chucky chuckers chicken (laughs) i'm gonna start using that yeah oh i'm chucky chuckers i am chucky chuckers oh Um, in a yorkshire accent (laughs) why not do you so if you have so you know when you go like on a picnic or you go camping or anywhere that you need to keep food cold and you have a box yep cool box you put in you call it a cool box yeah Okay. Have you got a weird name I've for it? I've got a name for it, and I didn't know that this was Australian. I just thought it was another word for the cool box, but I don't oh. think I'm right. <laughs> I think it's okay. an Australian word. <laughs> um, esky. Yeah, never heard that. Esky. Really? Eskimo. Is that where that it? comes from? Probably. <laughs> it's probably been adapted from somewhere yeah. a long time ago. You don't wow. call, so you've never, never heard ever I would call See, I've so never called that an esky. That word would never come into my head. That's if I was so... gonna call it something that wasn't cool box, it would be like ice box or box for the food. It's just so long. Foodie, and foodie box. Coldy. I may even call it coldy. <laughs> cold <But> freshy. <laughs> cold freshy. Bargains. No. Esky, yeah. esky. I highly recommend using that word. It's esky. so satisfying. Yeah, yeah. It's quite good, Chuck actually. The esky. Ah, the eskies. Chuckers. <laughs> I can't do an Australian accent. I literally camp. was saying that, like, three weeks ago. Where are you at? Eskies, chuckers. Can't put it. <laughs> uh, okay, what, what about a life. Uh, servo? Silvo. Servo. Servo. Yeah. To serve something. In a way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a servo is is your waiter no oh servo is a gas station petrol station ah services get it yeah 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 so in australia people love to shorten the ends of names into something o oh so you'll get sheila (laughs) yeah names will be shortened so you get like david becomes davo okay right right and john becomes jono so there's a jono i know a jono so Sheila would be Sheila. It's mainly with men, though. Mm, laddish. It's a laddish type thing. Vado. Yeah. Kimo. <laughs> Kimo. Kimo's work. Kimo does happen. Put Kimo in the S game. People say it. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing to do. No. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I have one more. Mm-hmm. If I was going to chuck a sickie. Call in sick to work. Yes. Genius. That's two I've got ready to do. <laughs> Yes. That's a pretty good record. Pretty good. Although not good for someone who's lived there for three months. That's not really acceptable. But you, how I was you... living with another Scottish person. Mm, okay. That explains it. That you explains know? it. And we got a wee camper van and just went off. Oh, that's nice. It was amazing. I'd really like to get a camper van and go around a country. Any country, really. Mm-hmm. Just in a camper van. Just have enough to have a little, like, maybe a little cooking stove a little sink and some beds be fantastic just one big mattress i've always Sorry. imagined me traveling around scotland in a camper van with a great dane with a great dane yeah 
Just me and the Great Dane. Just because the Great Dane is the most obvious choice of dog. I've always for wanted a, small a Great Dane. Space. <laughs> and then I've got this picture of us at like a beach somewhere in Scotland in the sun, but an evening, you know, like a light evening like today, but not raining like it is right now. Mm. And I'll be sitting on top, I'll be sitting on the roof of my camper van, mm-hmm. strumming a guitar with a straw hat on. I'm a wow. great Dane would be lounging on the grass. <laughs> and we'd be best friends. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. And he'd keep me warm on the cold Scottish nights. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm thinking, like, Australia, you really don't want anything touching you when you try and sleep at night. Especially the snakes. Just nothing. Especially snakes. Especially flies. I mean, mosquitoes. You just... It's too hot. It's too hot and humid. You just don't want it. Yeah. So the thought of a dog that size would be great. <laughs> Best birds for children. They're not. They're not really hairy. No. Well, are they not? Not. Well, some of them can be quite long-haired, but they're not like. They're not like shaggy. Yeah, they're not dogs. like Dulux dogs. Yeah. You know. Okay. I love them so much. That's <laughs> if I ever get a great day, in everyone, I promise you that I will bring it onto the radio show. Wow. And try That's to true. make him bark. Or create some sort of noise. Perform for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we should probably go on to a song. Yeah, we're kind of running over a wee um, bit. Again. Running out of time. So we're going to leave you... We're not going to leave you... I mean, we're going to leave you temporarily. We're not going to leave you tonight. Don't yeah. worry. We're still here for a little yeah. bit. Um, we're going to give you a song called Wales. Because we like the whales. The album Extinction by Heliocene. Tune in and listen and be back with us after this. Yep. As we wrap up the show. Remember to save the whales, guys.
now back briefly, um, bringing you a bit more information. Yep. And about our cool our, named friend. One of our cool segments, which we have not yet done today. <gasps> How could we forget? On this day. On this day. Let's start with on this day. I okay. Feel like that's a good start. Yeah. Uh, so on this day, Australian on this day. Yeah. Because we've been talking about Australia in case you didn't realise for the whole show. I was meant to be talking about where I had gotten in Australia. Yeah, but we... But we haven't. Which is probably good because who really cares? Um, <laughs> I care, Kim. I care. <laughs> I will tell you. On the okay. Um, <clears throat> so on this day in Australia, mm-hmm. April 23rd, 1873. Wow. Long time ago. Long time yep. ago. So, the explorer William Goss departs Alice Springs on an expedition during which he discovers Uluru. I was about to say, I went to Alice Springs when I went to Uluru. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be the landing point. It's yeah. like the only town within any kind yeah. of distance in the centre of It's quite run down, I remember. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot, of the, a lot of the desert towns are old mining towns. Yeah. And they're not built up for anything other than people drinking. And That's exactly what it was, having yeah. Having some fun. Uh, so, <laughs> William Goss became the first European explorer to see Uluru by accident. Oh. Um, he was headed in a northwesterly direction from Alice Springs on an expedition, mm-hmm. and he needed to find water for his camels because they'd run out of water. So he changed direction, started heading south, and then found Uluru. Amazing. Um, it was originally named Ayers Rock after the former Premier of South Australia, Sir Henry Ayres, but it is now known by Uluru. And That's the Aboriginal name, isn't it? Yes. Well, one of them. They yes. probably have. It's probably the baby version of the Aboriginal name, <laughs> because we're not allowed to Only know anything. the layer that we know about. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... It's a pretty cool fact. That is really cool. It's massive, so you couldn't... I wonder how far away he was when he first saw it. Mm. He'd have been miles and miles and miles and miles I'm away. I'm just surprised that no one else had gone and been traveling through that area and seen it before that yeah i yeah. mean i guess it's a big desert <laughs> hmm funny uh so we're coming to the end of our show and we're very very sad because we've missed it and we love you all and we've had fun and tonight. we're gonna be back again next week with yes! an interview and we've got more interviews lined up after that so excited musicians and authors yeah. and lots of fun stuff to come um but just for now if you want to see more of the music by Heliocene that we've been playing tonight, uh, then you can go to the website heliocene.com uh, or you website. can check our social media pages if you don't know them. We're on Twitter at Young Folk Radio and on Facebook, if you search the same thing at Young Folk Radio, you will find our Facebook page. We'll put all of the info and the links up there. But when you buy the album, this is the deal. Okay. <laughs> when you buy the album, half of the money will go towards the Wangan and Jagalingu Family Council, right. which are the traditional owners of the land fighting the, the proposed Adani coal mine in Queensland. Right. So I don't know Half how the money. Of you, yeah. That's loads. 50% of proceeds. Wow. Quite a good sum. guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. With good music <laughs> and good morals. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who might not know about the Adani coal mine thing... It has been a big issue for a while now in Australia. Uh, but basically, they're in Queensland, in the north of Australia. They're proposing to build a, you know, 20-something billion dollar coal mine. It's crazy. And apart from the environmental impacts that the mine would have in that area, which is very rich in natural 
flora and fauna. Yeah. Um, there is obviously the big argument that there's no point in investing in coal as a source of energy because we need to We're move not towards use renewables it. anyway. Yeah. So unfortunately, because it's a big company with a lot of money approaching the government basically to get this grant, um, there's been a lot of pushback. There are a lot of community groups that have kind of self-organized and formed all along the coast um, that are organizing protests and petitions and raising awareness and trying to be everywhere possible. We will link to them as well. Yes. Because it is definitely something that's worth reading about and worth knowing about and hopefully supporting if you can. And quite frankly, if you listen to this show, that's the sort of stuff you need to be with us on. If you're not on board, get it. Switch your radios <laughs> off. We care about the world. Yep. We do. Deeply. Yep. Um, so check all of that out on our social media. If you yes. have any questions for us, come and ask us on our social media. Um, yeah. Come and just chat to us more. We like just, chatting. We like chatting. Yeah. We like having a chat. That's why we're here. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I mean, I know that sounds a bit silly because we're not chatting to anyone but ourselves. Oi. We are. Well, physically in the room, we're not chatting to anyone but ourselves. We're chatting to ourselves. All of my um, imaginary friends are here. Are they? Yeah, they just sit over there on that little couch. Like who? Who are they? What's the names? Um, Angelina. <laughs> I actually used... To, this kind of ties in with the thing, right? I used to have an imaginary friend that was a kangaroo. Did you? I honestly did, a right? Brew. But then, that was when I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. Then one day, me and my mum... And our neighbours, so that was her friend and her son, who was like my wee best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. We went to a graveyard. I don't know why they were visiting someone and me and Jonathan were bored. We were running about the graveyard and I swear down 100% we saw a small kangaroo jump behind some tombstones, some headstones, okay. yep. right? Yep. And everyone I say that to thinks I'm crazy, but I swear it was real. And then it was we lived not far from Blair Drum and Safari Park and it had escaped from the Safari Park and it was in the graveyard. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Not even kidding. Oh, that's amazing. And I, but I, when I was young, I used to think, oh, was that my imaginary friend? But no, it happened. No, it actually happened. And then I think maybe I didn't have an imaginary friend. Maybe I had a real kangaroo yep. when I was wee. It could have happened that just nobody saw until that day why not it's possible it's possible so you know on one of the i'm not going to try and say because i don't know the name the island uh in loch lomond inch marin inch i know the one you mean full of full of of wallabies yeah full of them so if you want the australian experience um go there scotland is it inch marin it's one of the inches inch and do you know how they got there? Uh, there was a woman yeah, in crazy the woman. 50s who was a rich lady who and wanted And she had the island herself. and she had a big house on the island yeah. and she had some wallabies and then she died and they all started breeding and now it's full of wallabies and, then they and a culled, big ruined house. And they culled them like two years ago, I think. Yeah. They did a big cull. And so now when you go on the island, I was there last year, mm-hmm. um, I saw two wallabies, but... They're, I mean, I don't know that I can call them wallabies. They're huge. They're like kangaroos they? now. They're really quite like. Are they friendly? Size. Well, no. I've we, never actually been. I only really saw them, you know, for a split second as they were running out through the bushes. They blend in pretty well yeah. with the surrounding bush. Um, and it's pretty hard to spot them. And we had been walking around the island for about three hours before we saw one. Okay. 
So they're not super easy. But if you have a day, it's a really nice yeah. place to walk around. Maybe we should set up an event where we kayak out to the island and we see the wallabies. Yes. And we have fun. Wallaby and all you guys spotting. can come with us. Midnight wallaby spotting. I think that could be quite fun. That would be fun. Let's do it. <laughs> Tickets will be £100 each. <laughs> and you will have a tour guide for your... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Hop around a the island. Tour well, I've already told you everything <laughs> about the island. Okay. All right. Catch you later, guys. Unfortunately, we have to go. We're really late. Um. Thank you so much for bearing with us, and we will put yeah. all of everything up on social media as we have talked about. Yes. So follow that. Uh. Again, if you want to look at that, it's at Young Folk Radio for Twitter yeah. and Facebook. Because and we're Young Folk Radio. We are. We're full of youth. <laughs> Slipping away from us slowly. Uh, so we're going to leave you with the song Methane Bubble by Heliocene. I hope you've enjoyed the music today. Um, we certainly have. Yes. It's nice playing an album. A collective yeah. piece of yeah. music rather than just playing a few odd songs. Strange that it doesn't have words. I find songs without words strange. Not bad, just <laughs> different. Just I think strange. maybe because I'm a singer. I like probably. to sing along. Yeah, that's probably what gets you in song. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't mind. I feel like it's good if you need to concentrate, if you need to work on something. Yeah, that's true. If you want to be doing good something. Good music in the background, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, let's stop chatting about it and play it, yeah. Let's leave you with this and we'll see you right. all next week. Love y'all. Bye.